James Wrigley. Welcome back to the podcast. This episode is December Dailies, episode four. I was joined by friend and uh, financial planning colleague of mine, Sean Albert. Works in a different business. I haven't caught up with him for quite some time, so we thought, why not catch up via a live stream? We can record the audio. There might be some value to anyone else that might listen. Uh, We work in different businesses and our experiences over the last six months have varied. Uh, And so insight from both Sean and I about how clients have fared, uh, how we've managed home uh, and our views on working in the office going forward. Hopefully there's something in this episode for you. We're live, it's popped up, there we go. Uh, hello and welcome back to well, December Daily's number four. So December the 4th, don't know if I'll plan on doing this December Daily on the weekend. It might just be Monday to Fridays. Uh, hey, you've been it now, mate. You've got to, yeah, you've got to go the whole way. I, I, didn't, I didn't think of that at the start. I thought oh, I'll just uh, I'll just do it um, for for the working week. But the, the title suggests that I might, might need to be doing it otherwise. Uh, as if anyone's there that's watching, there is a bit of a delay between us, you know, uh, sitting here talking live and it actually appearing on any of these platforms. But I'm not alone today. Uh, so I've asked Sean Albert to come along and join me for a chat. Sean, thank you for uh, taking some time out of your day to join me. Thanks for having me, mate. It's a, it's a position of uh, great esteem. I'm sure there's many people out there who would love to be doing this. Yeah. Well, if anyone else is interested, yeah, loud and, and let me know. But I, yeah, I, I did ask you uh, to come along and join. You commented on one of the other on one of the other ones I did earlier in the week. So thank you for that. That 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 helps. And good to catch up with you, I guess, more than anything. Yes, it's been it's been a while uh, with the yeah. year that we've had. Yeah. So uh, last time we caught up uh, was at that burger place uh, in, yes. in, the, in, the, in the city. Are you a are you a, like a a big burger critic or uh or not like i think i might have suggested that we go there but are you a big burger critic do you no nah, look i'm people the way i define being fussy is is if you if it's like if you would eat a beef burger on a normal setting then a fussy person is fussy about that beef burger and it's like oh this is a good one this is a bad one but i just eat it like yeah. You know, there's certain foods I don't like and people are like, oh, you're fussy. I'm like, well, no, I just don't like it. But if you put any kind of beef burger in front of me, I will eat it. It's, yeah. You know, there's no questions yeah. being asked there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too much of a critic either. I do, I do find my one criticism for that place, though, and I, I think I've only eaten there two or three times, certainly not, certainly not in, the, in, in recent memory anyway. I think the last time was when I caught up with you. My only criticism is that they're a bit small, like they're not yeah. a... It, it's like it's almost you could eat two of them, um, but yeah, uh, that would probably cost you fifty bucks because it's not a cheap burger either. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's yeah. the problem with meals in general these days. I find as yeah, as uh, you know, luckily you can only sort of see from here up. But COVID would attest that I've probably been eating too much. <laughs> a couple of COVID kilos. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So for anyone that's anyone that's joining us, Leona, let us know you're there. Say hi. Drop in any comments. Sean's a, a financial advisor. Also, um, we haven't caught up for some time, so thought I'd, I'd reach out. So how, how's the last you know six months or so been for you? Are, are you in? It looks. Are you in an office at the moment? You're not at home. It looks uh, like. Yeah, I am. I am in the office. Um, yeah. We've, we've basically come back to the office um, sort of on a rotating roster, hmm. um, which for me has been really good because uh, working from home is not 
not something that really sits well with me. For those that don't know, I've got four pretty young kids, um, yeah. four kids under three and a half at home. So there was just constant crying and tears and screaming and demands yeah. from the children. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it made it made it difficult to sort of get things done. But on top of that, obviously, the more the, the economic conditions that we were in you know, made a lot of people nervous and had a lot of people asking questions about markets. So there was a lot of educating that I did in the past six months, um, lots mm. of conversations, which really fruitful, I think, um, really good conversations to have with people just in terms of what do you do with investments when markets are dropping and, and, and how do we sit here and overlay what's happening today over what could happen in the next 12 months up to 10 years. Um, yeah. So I did a lot of that and then really as the restrictions have begun to ease in Melbourne, basically the last two to three weeks more so, we've just picked up a lot of uh, some of that new business stuff and new, new clients that um, kind of were just on hold. So it's been good. Yeah. How did you... What about, what about you? Yeah, well, yeah, so, what, so I'm, like, I'm still at home um, now. Uh, we've opened the office somewhat similar like a bit of a rotation it's more just if you want to go in go in we have uh like there's one dedicated person almost kind of coordinates the whole thing so you have to get the okay to go in so that there isn't too many people in there but it's certainly not a, a massive stampede of of us wanting to go in anyway um what's today's friday um Wednesday is our busiest day we normally have about there's maybe seven or eight people i think going into the office on a wednesday uh, I went in Thursday last week. Uh, I went in a couple of weeks before that uh, one day. and I'll go in one day next week, but by and large from home, uh, and I think for the time being we'll stay like that probably until after Christmas. I kind of have this thing in the back of my head that I suspect, I don't know, I have this feeling like things are going to go back to normal, whatever normal looks like. Once that Christmas, New Year holiday period is done with, and then kids start to go back to school thereafter. I reckon yeah. probably, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of the office workers will start to make a bit of a move back into the office once um, once the summer holidays are done with. Yeah. So how, how did you go, like, what did you do type of setup did you have at home with, you got triplets and one other, like yep. how did you how did you manage to try and do some work at home? Like I'm I'm sitting here in one of my kids' bedrooms. My house is pretty small. I'm yeah. sitting here in one of my kids' bedrooms. What, like what type of setup were you doing? Um, well, I was lucky enough to create a bit of space in our our bedroom. Yeah. Um, just sort of got a small desk and just to fit basically my laptop and a screen um, and and my keyboard. That's kind of almost all I could fit on there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we were able to just lock the door. So it was okay. Like I probably am saying it's worse than it really was, but I'm, I'm a momentum kind of person. I like to do things, a lot of things on the go, and I hate being interrupted. But there's, yeah. there was a lot of interruptions. Like, yeah, yeah. I think at the very start it was a little bit easier and then the kids learnt that I was there and they were just yeah. like, yeah, but Dad's here and I'm just going to yeah. go to him. <laughs> and they just sort of stand like the door to our bedroom was just to my left, like almost within arm's reach, and they'd just stand there and scream. And it's yeah. like you can't really just ignore that. <laughs> I found um, I found early on in the piece my kids were intimidated by like the, someone else's face. I mean, like the idea of me sitting here talking to someone on yeah. the computer screen, that was a bit intimidating for them. So they'd poke their head around the corner here, see that there was someone on the screen and run away. 
but it yeah. became so normal so quickly that it was like, oh, there's someone on the screen. Oh, yeah, I'll come and say hello, and I'll just hang around. And yeah, um, I think everyone got used to it. That was just part of part of working from home. Mark yes, tuned in and watching us there as well. Mark, thank you for joining us. If you're still there, Mark's been tuning in most of the the week to uh to join us and add some comments fish, and some fish shop burger with a lot yeah which is handy yeah the fish fish and chip shop burger uh fish and chip friday true. night fish and chip uh night friday night in my house so uh we'll off to the fish and chip shop a little bit later today so client so you mentioned clients there like how did how were you finding clients fed through through all of that i guess you got the now, the standard line that I'm sure most of us advisors rolled out, you know, just stay the course, stay the course. We'd planned for things like yep. this. You know, no one obviously saw it coming, but things like this. But did you, how were your clients going? Were anyone terribly freaked out? Like, do you want to uh, say about that? I, I don't think, I wouldn't say anyone was terribly freaked out. I had probably two that were really questioning that strategy in terms of, oh, yeah, but my friends hold me and, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. mo most people were of the view of like, oh, look, it's nerve wracking, but we understand, you know, this is, um, this is why we have a longer term strategy mm. at play. Uh, yeah, it was probably only a few people that were kind of really saying, oh, I'm just really not sure this is the right thing to be doing. And maybe even more of more recent times, a few people very nervous about actually then investing from from nothing like people that had cash and saying okay we're going into the market as yeah. as it's recovered now they're like oh it's too expensive so <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. and my, my take home as you sort of said for most people is if you've got time there's no point in sitting in cash today yeah. uh yeah. you know i'm not saying be silly and just throw your money at whatever you still got to do due diligence and have it have a strategy but if you've got time on your side, you've got to invest, especially with cash rates as they are. You're just yeah. going backwards every day. Yeah. Was there any split in the demographics? Like I, you know, some of my, some of my, so I've got you know clients that are in their 30s and 40s, that 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 kind of age yeah. bracket, and then there's the then there's the more retiree uh, type. I noticed in the clients that I work with, and it'd be interesting to see what what you know what your experience was. Those younger ones were kind of more quickly came around to the view that I have the time ahead of me. And so they were actually, and, I, as, and I'm actually glad that they that they went about doing it, they were probably a little bit more aggressive. They saw these drop down to say, well, look, I'm still working. I've still got a job. So that's okay. You know, my, my bills are covered because I'm working. And they wanted to be a little bit more aggressive with their investing, maybe ramped it up a little bit, whereas yeah. probably rightly so, those older retiree-type clients um no one really panicked but were, were questioning things a little bit more certainly i had to have more conversations with them than i did the younger ones the younger ones were saying hey it's dropped this is great how do i pile more money into the share markets um, which was how what was like the split of conversations you were having funnily enough i i would probably say it, it was almost the opposite for me yeah mm. um my my sort of ones that are either retired or getting closer to retiring were like, hey, this is great. You know, what I was going to invest in yesterday is now 10, 20 or even 30% cheaper. Yeah. And it was the younger ones who maybe don't have as much experience or, or really haven't done as much with me who who were really nervous. Um, yeah. 
and obviously upon talking through they they sort of all came around and especially now have have seen the benefits of sticking in 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 what we had um but i I would have said sort of in march when the markets were really dropping uh that that it was my older more seasoned i guess people who who were just like licking their lips and going yeah let's get in this let's throw more at it and i was if anything kind of cautioning them saying well let's let's not go crazy let's just um you know let's be considered and 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 just stop and think we don't need to do things um immediately let's let's still have a plan uh yeah. that, you know maybe not 100 percent that but that was the general feel for me were, were they clients that had been through similar events beforehand like, like you know maybe not work you know working with you but had been involved in investing like i just got off a review meeting with a, a client of mine that's I'm not sure how old he is. He's, he's probably close close to eighty, and and we were just talking now, saying like I've been through this plenty of times before, so I didn't panic him. Was, was yeah. that you know the older um, look, probably, probably yeah. Before? All of these people would have experienced the GFC to some yeah. degree. Um, volatility is is kind of not not something new to them, um, and a lot of the clients that I sort of work with as well, they're they're really using me and, and my firm uh, sometimes for some of their money, not not all of it, and okay. they're invest actively invested theirself. But it, and that's sort of like it's a little bit of a hedge in some ways. It's like, well, I'm going to go and invest here and and see uh, and have a little bit of money elsewhere doing some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it really is a bit of a mixed bag on my end, but definitely okay. the people that felt confident had been through it before. Yep. And as as I said, the the ones that were sort of asking questions, you know, would have been very early in their working careers when GFC hit. You know, they would have been in mid twenties and maybe early thirties, and and now as you know, thirty five, forty five year olds, they're kind of going, well, we've never been through something like this, yeah. Um, yeah. especially with as much media attention as we've had. Yeah, and and you know, and I had a couple of comments to, from 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 clients to say that. No, that ten, 10 years ago well you know i didn't ha- i didn't have any money to worry about or you know you're yeah. saying you know, very early on in my career my i only had forty thousand dollars in my super fund now there's a whole lot more money in there so it's you know it's a bit more to worry about than than what it was back then yeah i mean i i, I don't know if you've watched the show billions i think i've is it a series yeah it's a series I saw of, one yeah, yeah i saw the, i've seen the first episode of it I yeah, look, it's yet. it's a fair bit of drama, like it's um, but it's obvious it's you know a lot of hedge fund managers and, and whatever. But mm. there's a quote from a guy in there who, and basically that's what he says. This is when he was young and he didn't have a lot. It was it was nothing to risk everything, like yeah. take all the risks. Because if he lost it, he kind of like, well, I haven't got anything anyway. But when he sort of had got to the the other end of his career and he would become incredibly wealthy, he's like suddenly taking big risks seems like a bigger deal. Um, and that's something that I do coach my clients through as well is uh, it, just because you've got more money and you've got more experience doesn't mean that taking the same amount of risks is the right approach. Um, yeah. You know, as, as you kind of grow your wealth, you can diversify and do a lot of different things to kind of assist in, you know, stabilising your portfolio moving forward as well. Yeah, I find it's an interesting point. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that myself in that you know, this, this, you kind of get... The, the more assets someone has, the 
certainly I've seen the, the greater the fear, they, they fear losing it more. Yeah. Whereas those that, you know, don't have quite so much as all, I don't have that much to begin with, so there's not that much to lose. And it's, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting situation. Well, I, I, had, a, I had a meeting with uh, some prospects just this week and mm. they're nearing retirement and he, he said to me that he's got 20-odd grand in some form of cryptocurrency um, and was talking about putting a hundred grand in on top of yeah. selling a house and putting another hundred grand in, and I just said, "Well, how would you feel if you lost that twenty grand?" And he goes, "Well, you know, like it wouldn't be great, but it's not going to destroy our life." And I said, "Well, what if you lost a hundred? And he went, "Yeah, I'd feel a little bit worse about that." <laughs> so, you know, as as the dollars go up and the numbers get higher, it definitely does change the the attitude. I think. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence is there. Hello, Lawrence. And if you're still there, thank you for tuning in. And Mark, just when we we're talking about the crashes, Mark added the other 87. Yeah, 87. For the older investors sure was. Um, yeah. Just on the new the new client piece, you you commented there, you commented earlier to say that you know, some of the things might have, you know, gone on maybe ice. I can't remember what you referred to, maybe on ice for, for a period of time, but now starting to pick back up again for you. Um, is that you've you've noticed a bit of a trend there that things slow down a bit and then and then you're seeing more inquiries from people now? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. I had a lot of conversations over the past four months, like over the mm. phone or over Zoom or, or whatever, um, mm. and and more or less people were saying, "Yeah, look, I think we really need to do something, but let's just wait till we can sit down and talk about it." Yep. Um, and, and I think partly just because, you know, they, they were homeschooling kids, they're worrying about their own work, you know, are, are they going to be made redundant and are their hours getting cut and, if, you know, I had a few clients going through those sorts of things. Hmm. Um, so broadly it was just like this is just too much to think about and we take it seriously that we want to do it properly yep. and properly for them, the people I was talking to at least, was not over Zoom. Yeah, okay. It wasn't everybody but... Quite a few for me. That that was the sort of response. Yeah, and and, and has anything changed? And it's actually a good lead into the, the next thing that I wanted to ask you. Has anything changed in the way that you're interacting with clients? It sounds like you've you've got clients that are still that have almost said, "I'd actually rather meet you in person rather than do it online." Like like, has anything changed in your day to day work, the way you're interacting with clients that that you yeah. think will adopt going forward? Um, all, all of my existing clients now basically expect a video review as opposed to come in and, you know, go through what's happening and what's yeah. changing and what do we need to do. That, that's basically the expectation. Um, but for me, I'm still finding that newer clients who haven't met me uh, are still wanting to meet face-to-face. Yeah. Yeah. And even when you get – so are you seeing – are you seeing clients in your office at the moment? Like if someone wanted to come in, are you doing that at the moment? Or uh, I'm, uh, everybody that I've seen so far has been outside the office. I don't know yeah, if yeah. we're actually seeing people in the office. Yeah, I don't, know if it's, I don't know if Daniel Andrews is letting us do that. Yeah, no, I don't. But, I mean, it's just been more convenient to go and meet people, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know that that was intentional a lot, but I'm hoping yeah. you're <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, so that... 
So the, you're saying like the existing clients expecting video, is, the, is that you think that's just for today or do you think that will just be something going forward? Um, I think it'll be a trend definitely uh, that will continue. Yeah. And I think it's going to depend more on the unique circumstances. There's always going to be times when people say, look, I think we just need to come in and put it all out on the table and whiteboard mm. some stuff and really just have a good chat. But sometimes, you know, when we, as you know, not all reviews are created equal. Some of them are yeah. fairly routine and we, you know, you kind of, and sometimes people kind of just talk and say, yeah, yeah, happy with all this and all makes sense and let's keep going. And then other times there's a lot of questions and a lot of things and, you know, changes in circumstances. They've got a new kid, they've changed jobs, they've, they're doing a massive extension on their home, all, all these sorts of things that then come up. Yeah. So I really, I think it's going to be need dependent, um, mm. but also person dependent. Some are just going to pre prefer video, which I think brings a lot of efficiencies yeah. for us. Moving I'm, forward. I'm actually seeing um, with, with my clients, I just, I think just because this, this has gone on for so long now and, you know, there's a, a lot of clients that might have seen them a couple of times by now via, via Zoom. There's one, um, uh, Bev, I shared, I shared a photo of her on my LinkedIn a, a yes, couple of weeks ago. That, yeah. uh, and um, she was like, like her, she's the classic example, was incredibly nervous to use Zoom in the first place. We had to do like a practice a practice Zoom meeting before the actual real one um, <laughs> to, to get her going with it. But the last meeting I had with her, she said, you know what, this is actually working so well that she catches the bus into the city to come and meet to come and meet with me. She's probably she'll come. She might might come in once a year, but she's not going to come in for all of the meetings that we might have. Yeah, um, probably not going to catch the bus in. And so certainly, you know, using Zoom and and our industry is not alone. Every industry is probably doing the same thing. Uh, but yeah. I've got yeah, I've got a lot of clients that are saying similar to what you what you what you just did that we'll just keep using Zoom for now. If there's something really meaty that we need to that we need to discuss yeah come in do the whiteboard thing all the rest of it but for the for the more stock standard type meetings um yeah just keep them online it's it's easier for everyone yeah and i think if we can from an industry perspective if we can do it well it's going to drive a lot of efficiencies uh for us as advisors because you know, even having people, if you're going out to see clients, that's even more time consuming, but yeah, even them coming in, like, you spend a lot of time sort of in meetings and then sometimes those meetings turn into lunches and then lunches yeah. turn into late lunches and yeah. then you walk home. So, yeah, yeah, if we can really drive some efficiencies, that'll be a good thing as well. I mean, I, I'm, I'm always open to engaging with more people and if we can do it more efficiently, I think that's a good thing as well. Mm. And, and, and your views on... You know, part-time working from home, part-time in the office. I imagine with your family at home, you'd prefer to be every day in the office, is it? Uh, look, for, for me personally, I, I'm much more efficient and effective in the office. Yeah. Uh, I think there is a space to say, look, there's, I'm, I'm just spending the whole day responding to emails and file notes. I can do that at home. I think there's a space for that. Yeah. Um, and for me, that might be you know, maybe once a fortnight as opposed to once or twice a week. Mm. Um, but I think it'll be very interesting to see how, how that plays out over the coming years. Yeah. This is obviously it's a very hot button issue at the moment, but will, will it continue? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are, that are keen to at least for the time being, give it a go this, 
two or three days a week at home or two or three, you know, the, and, and the alternative in the office. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I talk to friends or colleagues and some people say I could do my entire job from home and not have an issue. And then yeah. others are all like, I need to get out of the house because I just can't mentally switch on. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's room for both. And, and maybe as with a lot of things, the balance is somewhere in the middle. Mm. Yep. Yep. Good. Um, look, we might leave it there, Sean. We've gone for nearly, we're up to nearly 25 minutes. It's gone. No, no, just <laughs> we've, we've gone, gone for a while. Uh, Mina's just joined in. I don't know how, how long you've been there, Mina, but thank you for, for jumping in. Lawrence uh, replied before to say, yes, he was still there. So maybe still there now. Um, if anyone, you know, we'll, we'll wrap this up in the next 30 seconds or so, but if anyone's got any questions or comments for either Sean or I, drop them in there now. There is a bit of a delay between us talking and it, and it appearing live anyway. So, um, but yeah, thank you for, thanks for joining me, Sean. It's, uh, no worries, mate. Thanks for having rather, me. Than, rather than trying to think of a topic to talk about for, uh, for 10 or 15 minutes. So yeah, no, you, you do well. Keep it up, mate. You're doing a good job. Uh, I gotta gotta think of some stuff to talk about next week now. Hey, and, you got uh, Saturday and Sunday, don't forget, mate. Yeah, maybe I'll make it. that a little bit more less financial advice, <laughs> a little bit more what's going on in my life. And the other challenge that I'll need to I need to uh, uh, get across, I'm some working next week, but the following week I'm taking off, so we, we're going away uh, and. I don't know how well my wife will like it if I oh, I'm just going to go and do a LinkedIn yeah, live. Just, yeah. hey, you made a commitment to the people, but you made a yeah. commitment to your wife first. So <laughs> might uh, might need to pause it for the week. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, look, Sean, thanks for joining me. Um, I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the weekend with your family. You too, mate. Thanks for having me. It was good. Catch you in person at some point. Yeah, so. absolutely. Cheers, Sean.